Hello everybody, welcome to Inspiration for Your Day, the show that gives you the best in Caribbean gospel music and encouragement through the word of God. My name is Sam Judge, sitting in for Nicole Judges Bennett, who is under the weather today. So remember to pray for her. We're going to do things a little differently today. Uh, you know, new host, new rules, right? Um, but one thing that's going to stay the same is the great gospel music you can expect from Inspiration for Your Day. So let's get started. I'm going to start you off with this one here by the man, Ja Bless, doing a cover of We Maker. So keep it locked right here. Don't answer the rise up in the morning and give thanks and praise to the most I give thanks for life. I say, Judge, ja, ja, won't you bless Africa, Judge? Ja, ja, won't you rise up there with Papa? Oh, 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 Miracle 
the music of the man Jabless doing a cover there of Waymaker. We go from Jabless to the man Samuel Midez featuring DJ Nicholas. This one called Ja Arise. politicians no Sorry. and we don't have no big affiliations we run up in the secret place and make competitions to jack pretty thing them never know when they touch we they touch the lord's anointed and that is true touch not. we've been marrying truth for tonight but tell me what am i gonna do uh, Well, yes, it's all great music for your listening pleasure. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that it's uh, uplifting your spirits as well. Uh, at least that's what we hope right here on Life101radio.net. Um, you know, I'd like to also do uh, give a warm welcome to our listeners on Life101radio.net as well as our listeners on TDNradio.net and our listeners on Royal Central Praise Radio. Um, I'm still getting used to saying that one because this one is a brand new station joining us. Not a new station, but a new station joining Life101radio.net for inspiration for your day so i definitely want to say a very special thank you to the management and staff of royal central praise radio which by the way um royal central play praise um is uh is heard across the caribbean um or across many caribbean nations and possibly across the globe and so welcome everyone um if you are just joining us um this is inspiration for your day and uh, I'm, uh, if if you are used to listening to inspiration for your day and you're hearing a strange different kind of voice well that's simply because I'm filling in for miss miss bennett um this week and uh, she's a little bit under the weather and as i said in the beginning if you if you are you know if you wouldn't mind uh, keeping her in your prayers um, we would appreciate that but um so you know uh uh we're gonna spend the next hour together so you know uh, again thank you very much for tuning in later in the show i have an interview interview that miss bennett recorded earlier um this week that i will play for you as well as some um news some christian related news um, we will we will play for play all this for you. If you are interested in healthy hair care, um, you I'm sure will enjoy that interview. So you want to stick around for that. Let's get back into the music for just a little bit, and I've got some excellent Holy Ghost inspired music lined up lined up for you uh, to put a song in your heart. And um, you know, and so we're gonna get this going here, and and of course. Definitely, music will put a smile on your face. You know, two things that I know that are just as good, sometimes even better than medicine. It's laughter and music. Those two things 
definitely definitely heal so maybe this will you know um this will give you you know a good start to your day so stay right here here's this one from the man jermaine edwards featuring the man lifer i hope you enjoy this one lord i'm nothing before you Jermaine Edwards and Sean Lifer come to sing a song to you. Jesus, I put everything aside Cause I acknowledge you are the most high Even the scholars get even deny That the words can't ever be alive The word is the only thing that brings life Fit five preachers preach from the same verse Fit five revelation never been heard Only one God could make that word You are the only one that turns sorrows into happiness See my flesh in weakness And me and gave me righteousness I know I can't repay But I can live my life in reverence Try to live in your presence And you will be evidence If I don't living in this world Know that your presence and makes no sense If you're not in my life If you're not in my life If I have the highest education I know of They don't want to know Christ It's when the pain start coming God him start coming When you they need it God them till the pain start coming To live is Christ and die is gain How could I ever give up God for fear Say you have been found You call me there I'd rather enter through the heaven's gate How can I do without the strength of my life The joy of the Lord is the strength of my life Without him I'm hopeless With him I'm so blessed In my life I want him no less like a river flowing evermore Without Jesus in my life I'd be insecure Without Him I'm no one With Him I'm so strong Oh, if I hold everything in this world And don't have your presence It makes no sense If you're not in my life If you're not in my life If I have the highest education That no one can be trusted Who would be dumb if I don't have you in my life Yes, in my life says if i don't have you in my life um, i need you in my life but the man george nooks says sometimes you just got to ride out your storm that's all you got to do ride out your storm the man george nooks as we continue here on inspiration for your days i'll be back in just a little bit with heartbeat stay right here Confusion has been 
driving home from work the other day and noticed this billboard. It said, here's the sign you've been asking for. Signed, God. Of course, this made me laugh to myself because in my experience, signs are hardly ever this obvious. I've known many people who, when struggling with their faith, said, if he would just show me a sign, I'd believe. However, throughout the Bible, we see that this has seldom been the case. Jesus performed miracles for thousands, and still, many didn't believe. Faith is the confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we don't see. The evidence of God is all around you. It's up to you to have an open heart to see. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Yes, this is inspiration for your day. Um, I do hope that you are enjoying the show so far, especially for your regular listeners who are not used to hearing this voice, um, doing the program for you. I, I certainly hope that I am at least doing Nico's show. At least I, I do hope I'm at least doing it justice. Um, if not, let me know. Um, let Nicole know. Say, Nicole, that guy you let feeling for you the other day, he didn't do a very good job. Oh, if I did a good job. By the end of the program, please let her know. Um, you can send an, an email to uh, programming at life101radio.net just in case you want to you want to send some feedback and uh, let Nicole know how you feel about the show. Um, we certainly want to encourage you to do that. You know, obviously, um, um, it's for you that we do this. Um, uh, so even if you know your day started a bit rough, you know um, we all have those days. Sometimes we have those days where we just, you know, we don't even want to get out of bed. Um, you know, we don't want to go to work. We don't want to go to school. Uh, whatever the case may be, there are days like that. And so I certainly hope that um, if you had a kind of day like that today, this morning, or you even having an um, uh, an evening. Um, as you know, a rough evening, or you had a hard day on the job. Um, I certainly hope inspiration for your day is helping to to lift your spirit. Um, you know, help lift your spirit. So I'd like to invite you to um relax and let the Holy Spirit minister to you through this program. It's time for a news update from the Voice 
of the martyrs. Stay right here. I'll be back in just a moment. This is a persecution alert from the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. I'm Greg Musselman. A young Colombian pastor was killed as he left his church in the northwest of the country in a region that's been plagued by violence from armed groups. That's according to World Watch Monitor. 24-year-old pastor Leader Molina had just finished preaching in his church in the Caucasia region. As he stepped outside, he was hit by five bullets. Molina was known as a passionate preacher and active youth leader working for his church in city. The Caucasia region has suffered an escalation in violence the last six months. Armed groups fight for control of drug trafficking routes and the ownership of illicit crops. Last September, two pastors in the region were killed. Pastor Galarza, a social and religious leader, was shot in front of his family. For more on the ministry of the Voice of the Martyrs, visit our website at vomcanada.com. Indeed, let's remember our brothers and sisters who are suffering for the cause of Christ in our prayers. Well, uh, we'll have another news update shortly. And after that, I will bring you an interview um, which was uh, recorded earlier by Nicole Judges speaking to Christian hairstylist and author Stacey Johnson. She talked about how God influenced her career. So be sure to stay with me. Uh, let's do this one here by the man Sizzler. This one called Beautiful Day. It's a beautiful day. Smile with the world. Put your problems away. Welcome to love. Doesn't matter what they say. Priority first. No violence. No one getting hurt. I can't blame you for being yourself. Things can't work out right. All you do is keep the goals in sight. No one is perfect. Everyone is certain to master the realms of life. All you do is keep the love inside. I think about you every day. I think about you every time. I never want you stray. Wanna keep you fine. Love is everywhere. Just the way it's peaceful and calm, so you accomplish more. Use the love in your heart and I'll come on the door. Let nothing change you. Music of the man, Cisla Galanji. This one called Beautiful Day. Hi, I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time sitting still. There's so much to do and so little time. Do you remember Mary and Martha from the 10th chapter of Luke? Mary is enjoying the company and teaching of Jesus while Martha spends his visit stressing over the preparations. When I look at this story, I see the struggle that I face every day when work and worship collide, when doing seems far more important than dwelling. We can get caught up in the same performance trap, feeling as though we must prove our love to God by doing great things for him. So we rush past the intimacy of the living room to the kitchen to do great things. But in the end, will he know us? Dwelling 
is a position of the heart. It is God's desire to make our dwelling place His presence. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Hello once again um, uh, to you listening across the Caribbean. You tuned in across the globe as well uh, to Inspiration for Your Day. Thanks to all of you listening on Royal Central Praise. Um, uh, whether you are in St. Kitts Nevis, um, whether you're in Bastet or um, St. Thomas or the Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, Dominica, wherever you are tuned in. And of course, those of you tuned in across Europe, um, we haven't forgotten you. And, and definitely those of you in North America, the US of A, Canada, um, you know, uh, wherever you are, I should say, tuned in. We certainly appreciate you tuning in. I am happy you made inspiration for your day, a part of your day. Uh, before we continue, um, just before I bring you the news, I'm going to bring you, I want you to listen to this very, very short clip here by from Lifeline Productions. You might find it funny. You might find it interesting. Stay right there. I'll be back right there. Um, in just a moment, I will bring you um, another news update from Voice of the Martyr, Martyrs. And then I will bring you that interview that I promised you earlier. So stay right here. Hello, this is Heaven. May I help you? Hello, I'd like to know how to get to Heaven. Well, sir, are you a sinner? No, I'm a good guy. Oh, then you're sinless. Well, I'm not sinless, but I've done more good than bad. Then you are a sinner. In that case... Well, what am I supposed to be? Perfect? Yes. Well, then how do I get into Heaven? First step is to admit that you're a sinner. But I'm not. I'm sorry, we can't help you. Thank you. This is Compared to some of the people I work with, I'm a pretty good guy. But we're not comparing you to others, sir. We're comparing you to God. Well, that's impossible. Okay. Thank you. Hello, this is... Okay, suppose I'm not perfect. Then what? Then you need to ask Jesus to forgive you for being a sinner. But I'm not that bad. Okay. Thank- wait, 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 wait. Now, I asked Jesus to forgive me. Then what? Well, since he already paid the penalty for your sin, then he will forgive you. Another message from Lifeline Productions, located on the web at lifelinepro.com. This is a persecution alert from the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. I'm Greg Musselman. On April 18, 2007, three Christian workers at a publishing house in Malatya, Turkey, were tortured and murdered. Najadi Aydin, Uguksel, and Tilman Geski. Ultimately, five men were convicted and given three consecutive life sentences. Although an appeal was recently heard, the sentences were upheld. The Association of Protestant Churches in Turkey also filed an appeal requesting further investigation, believing there was a wider network involved in the crime. The courts have declined the request, including upholding the acquittal of two military officers accused of participating. While it's a relief for many that the case is finally over after 12 years, questions still remain about suspected involvement of other organizations and perhaps political ties. For more, go to vomcanada.com. All right, so um, that was another Voice of the Martyrs news clip. Let's do this. I'm going to do this one here by positive and then we'll bring you this. We'll bring you the interview. Stay right here. Blessing over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it flowing, flowing, flowing. Just keep it flowing, flowing, flowing. Blessing after blessing and not take your holy breath. 
desires As long as my delight is in the Lord So I'll bless his holy name Cause his promises remain Forever and ever Don't make nobody trick you Yes, and now it's time for that interview I promised you earlier with Nicole Judges speaking to Stacy Hot Secret Johnson. I am sure her story will be very encouraging to all of you business owners and to everyone who you know who is pursuing a God given dream. Stay tuned right here i have a special guest for the show today and her name is stacy hot secret johnson and she's the first hairstylist and i, I can call you a hairstylist right you don't yes. like to be called a hairdresser <laughs> hairstylist that we've ever had on inspiration for your day so it is quite an honor for me to welcome stacy to the show welcome stacy thank you it's an honor for me all right. So Stacy and I have known each other for years. So don't worry if I tease her a little bit. Um, she is, as I said, she's been a hairstylist for 22 years. That's correct? Over, but business-wise, yes. All right. So, um, and the name of her business is Hot Secret Hair Design. Wrong. Wrong. Okay. All right. Go secret ahead. hair design. So you see, you change things that you don't tell me, but that's okay. It's always been secret hair design. No, it used to be hot secret mm-hmm. hair and nail design. No. No? Secret hair and nail design. But I dropped the nail because I no longer offer that service, so I go by secret hair design. Hot okay. secret is more my brand, which is hot secret. I'm branding that because I do a lot of other things using that name. But secret is the corporation that I operate under. Okay. Well, yes. I stand corrected, but she's, she's a very, very talented person. As, as you hear, she used to do nails as well and I've known her to be just someone who's extremely creative in the art of hair dressing, hair styling. So Stacy, of course you are from Jamaica, the beautiful island of Jamaica. Can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up? I'm from Jamaica. I came to Canada when I was 10 years old and um, I, I'm from Clarendon, Maypen. And I come from a big family, but uh, my family's small, but I come from a big family and I came up here and that's where I did most of my schooling. So I am Jamaican-Canadian, if you ask me. You'll hear me with Patois and slash kick proper English. <laughs> okay, all right. So, and um, where, when did you discover that you had this talent for hair, for hair art and for hair styling? I think I was about 16, you know, and honestly, I you know some people say they're, they started me from a child, like not me. I think it was more for maintaining we like the crew that I hang with at school we used to always try to do our hair and a friend of mine she was the one that had, did hair actually she used to travel to New York and stuff and she started having nobody to do her hair so she's like no 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 it's not gonna work somebody has to do mine so she passed on the comb and the, the iron to me and since then I never looked back wow. so I started doing it just out of convenience and it, it grew to become my passion actually but did you find it came naturally to you? Um, yeah I did but as I said growing up I didn't play with combs and dolls and stuff to say that that's what I loved after I started doing it like for us for school I realized you know keeping us up looking good it just became natural and then I just kind of took it to the next level and you know went to school for it and stuff but I got a lot of practice on them so by the time I was ready to go to school I think I was confident enough to say this is what I wanted to do so you know we were just talking a little while ago about how hairstyles have changed so much and how you look back in let's say the 80s (laughs) 
maybe early 90s and you see some type of styles and you're wondering like how did I walk out the house how did I like do that to <laughs> clients I say but you know back then those styles were the hit so you know it might do you remember any of those what oh my gosh um we used to do roller sets and put them in the microwave to like dry them fast and then pin them in our hair we used to just do um uh, I used to do a lot of finger waves mm-hmm. um a lot of ponytails um, you know, just just anything. Like I think I've experienced everything, and as I do it, that's that's why I, I think I've evolved and do a lot more creativity. And I like to prove that hair is not just hair; you can do anything with it. And I'm sure if she probably like tagged you guys a picture on the the site, um, she might pick one of my creations and let you guys see some of the stuff I'm doing. So, um, in terms of your Christian walk with God, um, when did you? start to have a relationship with Jesus? I think for me, I always had one. Like, growing up, my grandparents, you know, they sent me to church and stuff, so I've always knew of God. And I think, now I can say it's God, but I think from I was 16, I felt the tug, you know, like I feel I heard that voice that says, I'm going to use you, but I didn't know what it was, you know, you're just going, oh, a voice talking to me, alright, I'm going to listen. But I think I became more confident in my faith, in my, I would say in my 30s. I really knew I was doing it, mm-hmm. but I wasn't fully in. You know, but when you go through some stuff in life and God proves himself to you, it makes you more committed to why you serve him. So I think I always had him in my life following his little step, but, you know, have a little foot in, foot out kind of thing. And then when I was 30, it really hit me because I really went through some, you know, um, experience that really let me have to call on him even more and know that he's there holding me and he's the one holding me all along. Like, you know, maybe you think you're holding yourself up, but it was him because he, he, he carried me through this step, but I really... I felt like I was focused at 30. Like, but I've, I've known him from like 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually got saved probably in school, the same school that I was doing here to go to. I remember a friend inviting me to one of those. We were allowed to have God in school back then. And we used to have our little lunch break and she used to always invite me. And then I started going. But, you know, as I said, I wasn't committed. But I, I really accepted him, but I wasn't walking the walk. Right. I feel like in my 30s, I really got a little snap over the head and say, you know what? You can't be wasting. You can't be saying one thing and doing the other. So you have to be focused. So, I mean, I'm, I'm probably thinking there's some listeners who are saying, okay, you, you stand here. How does God fit into that? Like, how do you serve God as a stylist? Well, he, just like, he called, uh, just like he called all the, the disciples, you know, he called me to be a servant. And I feel like when you're going to serve people, you need God. Because sitting in the chair, standing behind the chair, so many people come in, not only for your style, they might use that as a covering to hide a lot of things they're experiencing. But when I sit and stand behind them, I see that there's more. And God helped me to see through that, you know, minister to them, pray for them, cry with them, laugh with them, you know. And, and that's how I feel like faith comes into anything you do. You really need God to be strong enough to take the burden that people throw on you half the time when you're dealing with them. So it's you almost know, like a ministry. It's a ministry. So, you know, like at first it was hard for me to just throw God on people. So I do it my way. I kind of use my life, show them my falls, my uprise, God just coming through for me, testifying to them, like on a lot of things that I do and how I seen God just 
work it out for me and I use those experiences to, to win them over or to share God with them. Not just try to, con, you know, condemn them or anything. Just say, you know what, girl, I remember when I was doing that. I was living that life and I, you know, I can, I can go to them from that point. But it's also just being there and picking up when they're not telling you the truth and knowing that something else is going on. You don't have to convince them. You just have to pray for them, send them on their beautiful way and they come back and say, Stacey, man, the other day you used to tell me something and it really, you know, like that's my way of ministering. I don't really push it down people's throat because no, we can't do that. Right. You know, right. God does the work. He, he just uses you, right? You know, I, re- I remember um, a hairdresser and hairstylist telling me one time that she can look at her clients here and know when something's going wrong yes. in their life. Do yes. you feel yep, that? You can. Yeah. And sometimes even two, three trips for the week coming in to change your hair, something's going on. But, you know, sometimes it's easy for us to pretty up the outer side and not spend the time to fix the inside. And so that's when you can kind of like, you know, you know, kind of tug at them and tell them, you know, like, you know, something's going on. Don't, don't just use the, fix up the outer appearance, deal with the inner, you know? So yeah, you can tell by breakage. You can tell sometimes people are stressed. They're, you know, going through illness that they probably don't even pick up on. And then you say, you know, I think something's going on. You should go check it out. And then they go check. The doctor says something's going wrong. And you know, that will also minister to them because they didn't really know. But you know, they think it's just, just the hair, but when it was really from internal, you know, so. So as we on that topic, you know, in terms of um, picking up on health problems, um, I think maybe one of the things we could focus on right now is to talk about hair loss in black women. Um, I know that um, you've probably seen quite a lot of it in, in your time. Yeah. Uh, people who have lost their edges, people who, you know, just from the hair is thinning um, from probably old age or maybe ill health. Yeah. Are there some styles that you just say, you know, you really probably should not do that type of style because it's going to make the situation worse? I think a lot of times it's just people not, people just wanting to be in the now and being hype. You know, like a lot of people will know certain styles, um, put strain on their hair, but they won't change because they want to live up to the hype that's happening right now with styles and being versatile. But there are some styles that I think it's consistency too. A lot of people invest in what they're putting on their head and not taking care of underneath. Do you understand? Like, I feel like a lot of people won't put as much money in buying hair care product to, to help to help have healthier hair, but they'll spend $500 on three bundles. You know, what's more important? So a lot of times it's technique, it's, it's repetitive style. I feel like you can do a style, but you have to change it up. Don't make one style your look. Don't make braids your only look. Don't make weave extensions your only look. You mix it up. You know, in one month you might wear extensions, but the next week you, you leave out your natural hair, do a ponytail, so you give your hair breaks. But a lot of times it's cons- people are just consistent with the same style, the, the, the extensions la- land in the same spot, they don't give their hair a break, and they're not caring for the hair underneath, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's a combination of a lot of things, and I will have a segment on my page um, shortly talking about it and breaking it down, like, from my experience, you know, why I see it becoming a bigger problem, you know, but um, a lot of it is, is choices of style, and wanting to just be in the now and not really doing what's best for you. So you mentioned hair care products, so what would you consider to be a good hair care regimen? Um, cleanliness. <laughs> I know a lot of times people think, oh, if I don't wash my hair, it won't grow. No, we need to wash our hair. We need to treat our hair. We need to hydrate our hair. We need to do all the proper stuff. I'm not going to tell you one product. There's many products yeah. with proper ingredients that, that are in it to make the hair healthier, but you have to figure out what works for you. Like, you can't just leave your hair 
not attending to what it, the needs are, whether it's just washing and having it neatly braided or, you know, neatly pulled back in a style. But I feel like we just need to put more effort in, in just giving our hair the time it needs. And, and men too. Yeah. And yeah, because um, I think men... Because men are going a lot of locks now too. And I, I find men are actually keeping their hair better because a lot a man most times can't do their hair themselves. When a woman will, you know, turn to YouTubers or something else, you know... Um, Men most times can't do their hair, so they're gonna actually go to their their lock technician or their braider and get it maintained all the time. So when you look at a man, I see men who will start the same time as a woman going their hair and theirs are done to their back. It has a lot to do with probably their you know their makeup, their hair is stronger and stuff. But I find because they they actually spend more time caring about their hair, it grows a bit healthier than ours. That's my opinion. <laughs> Okay, so as I mentioned before, Stacey has her hand in a lot of different pots. And, you know, when you are blessed by the Lord in mighty ways, you do mighty things. So <laughs> she also is an author. And you have a book that you produced a few years ago called Salon Brokenness. But before we get into that, I want to talk about your magazine career because you're also a magazine publisher. Yes. So what are some of the magazines that you've produced? I've done uh, my first, I've done Elite Events, which is, you'd say why, it, that's also showcased that I was, um, um, I, I that magazine Elite Events was focused on, like I had so many clients doing events and stuff and I just was drawn to like, you know, like spotlight stuff like that. Um, elite events magazine showcase events in Toronto and um, it, it, a lot of parties and um, just the clients that I served. That what I, they were just you know talking to me, telling me a lot of things going on. So that was a publication geared to that kind of crowd. I have a make me over magazine because everyday working, I make over everyday women. And, I was just doing so much makeovers. I just thought, you know, why not have a publication to sh share people's story, why they're getting made over, how it made them feel. So MMO, which is Made Me Over magazine, was uh, another publication that I did. And then um, my Salon Brokenness uh, is my my book, my heart. That was just a chapter of my life that kind of just got me focused. Um, it's got a very interesting name, Salon Brokenness. So you have to explain what that name means. You know what? I, own the, so I feel like whatever you... Whatever your passion is, whatever your love is, sometimes that's where your biggest lesson comes from. Um, you will never see me anywhere but standing behind the chair most times. And I feel like sometimes you, wherever you stand the most, wherever you experience the most, that's where all the experience are going to come through. So I was a businesswoman. I was doing so much. And um, at one point in my career, as I said, in my 30s, I was turning 30, celebrating 10 years at that time in business. And I just went through a period of brokenness. Like I had everything going on for me, but... It was just something void. You know, I was experiencing just a lack of support. You know, no matter what I pushed, it's like every door just got slammed in my face. And I know I was doing everything right. And to me, um, I'm not one to complain about my journey. I feel like everything you go through take you to the next point in your life, what God wants to do for you. So that's how he used Salon. So I feel like if I could revamp the title, it would be broken to be blessed, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like it was a blessing because everybody... Um, share their story somehow. Some people write in the poem, the music, a, a song, a video. You know, for me, he wanted me to tell my story through book. And it wasn't about bashing anybody. It was really him saying, here, Stacey, I need your attention. I want to show you where I've taken you and where I'm taking you. So, you know, um, it was my experience of how my struggle at that time in my, my life was with business. I was struggling. I was doing everything right, but I was struggling, you know, in my family. I was struggling in other areas trying to make that aspect of my life the best which I was trying to be, you know, the best stylist. And um, 
sometimes when you're on your quest to be the best, you miss out on other things that are very important. But it was a life lesson, and I, I, I still love it. When I read it, it brings tears to my eyes because it was a chapter. You know, I've moved away from that now, but I still, it's one of those books that I'll forever can tell a story because everybody that's an entrepreneur that's dreaming, you're going to come through roadblocks in your life that's going to slow you down or push you forward. But you can't be afraid of the experience because that experience is what makes the blessing 10 times better. And I've seen the blessing now. Before, when I did the book, I couldn't even go out and talk. I would break down because I was so emotional about it because that's how I felt. That was, that's my story. It might not be your story, but it's my story. And I, I feel now I'm ready to share because I'm confident. And I can tell people, like, God bring me through things to bless you. So I'm in the blessing place, and I'm, I'm reaping it as much as I can get it. <laughs> Where can people find the book for sale? Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be having it on Amazon. I have to set that back up. But you can get it directly from me at my salon, or um, you can email me at make underscore me over at life.com. And, you know, just send any inquiries, and I'll, um, I'll just let you know where else you can get it. Now, another part of what you do is um, you, you don't just stay at home, so to speak, and and work on your clients. You also go out to um, different hair shows, right? Because yes, you just I love hair show. Like yeah. For a stylist, you know, um, to be inspired, you sometimes have to be around other people, you know, that are doing greater, you know, or even better, like like you. But when you when you it's like going to a big church convention, you know, when you go there, you're you're filled. But you go there, the minister brings something new, and you grab it, and you just feel excited, you feel energized, you just feel like you can climb another ten mountain. You know, yes. that's how I feel when I go to. A hair show. I see new things. I get inspired. I can now do, you know, nice inspiration on my clients and it just keeps me going, you know, keeps me filled and wanting to do more. Which hair shows um, are your favorites to go to? I like going to the States. I've always, from my started hairstyling, I've always been a person that goes to the States. I used to love going to Detroit. It's the closest to Toronto. So less money to get, you know, to get the job done. Um, that one has kind of slowed down over the years. So I kind of go to, um, um, Atlanta. Um, recently, I went to, they had a, a first one in New Orleans, and I was able to attend that one, and it was great. Um, but anywhere, I do Toronto hair shows too. We do the textured hair show. I've been a part of that show for over 10 years. That's been my way of like building my portfolio. Every time there's a show, I get inspired. I draw my pictures. I, I, I try to bring them to life. And some of these work that I've done, I've been featured in a lot of publications. You know, like Black Hair is one of my favorites, but they, you know, I spotlight a lot of my work. And that just put the icing on the cake. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like, you know, like sometimes you're in Toronto, people say, where are you? But, you know, when, when, when your work's been shown in a book where everybody around the world can see it, it's, it, it is an extra bonus. And I loved it. It, it helped me to bless my, the clients that I use because I, I mostly use my clients. They're my everyday um, models. And I like that when I post something or I'm featured, you know, so many other people get blessed. The people who help me with the makeup, the photographer, the model, you know. So that's how God just showed me. Like, I, I look at every little detail of how God shows his, 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 his light and shows his blessing through people. Because one time I was featured and within four pictures, at least about seven of us got spotlighted. You know, the makeup artists, different makeup artists, the models and the photographers. So yeah. things like that just say wow to me. Like, God is always working on your behalf. And as I said, 
he just favors me sometime and I just don't question it. I work hard, so when he does show up for me, I am grateful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, because um, as you talked about the texture shower, because you've been a part of that show for some time in featuring and showcasing your designs, but I remember there was one year in particular where you didn't just do the hair. You actually made outfits yes. out of hair. So you have to tell the listeners about that one. What was, <laughs> your, said, my, what was your theme for that my hair? My theme is wearable hair. I love... I've actually push the boundary on anything to do with hair. I've done hats, I've done purses, I've done shoes, I've done um, outfits, you know, like I'm always just, if, if I know a hair show is coming up, I honestly just tell God what's next. And I just close my eyes, he gives me ideas, and I just draw them down, little stick people, and I just bring them alive. And that year, I really was happy with the, the, the outlook of the outfits because every one of my models and um, some of my staff, we all had um, outfits that look wearable. Not only is it made out of extensions, they're actually wearable. You could actually wear it somewhere. So that was one of my one of my best pieces that I'm, I love right now that I've done, and I'm happy that I did it. Can you describe at least one of the costumes? Um, one year I I did one one year the I love playing up with my Caribbean colors. So one year I did like an outfit that looked like well, the the Rasta theme, like Jamaican colors. Um, I did a tribal one that looked African, like the big, um, you know, the, the round look to the front. And then I had the braids hanging, like a collar, and I had the braids hanging single down. I've made like um, hair skirts. I've made like a tutu dress out of um, out of hair. I've made um, like spike spike um, punk rocker heels like I've just pushed the boundaries and I'm, I'm always you know thinking of ways I've also did one I've given so much to the hair show and I remember my church had a banquet and I'm like you know what God I've never really done a hair tribute to you and I remember whipping up at that same week I said no I can't I have to do something for God and I asked um, the banquet committee if I could um, present something and I did a, a whole collection on hats Oh. So I made um, a lot of hair hats, and um, we actually, I didn't get a video of it, which that was the only thing I missed, but we, I set it up where we were all sitting down as if we were, the, the person was preaching, and we were sitting in two aisles as if we're in church, and, and it's like, offering time, and we all get up, and then when we we're going to do our offering, the girls started modeling the, the, the hats, and it was like a beautiful piece. Wow. So as I said, I've, I try different things. I feel like the sky's the limit, and if this is where God placed me, I'm not going to make excuse why I can't push my boundary of creativity right everybody's here to do something we have a light some of us dim it we have to use it and shine it doesn't matter it might not shine as the biggest star out there but you have a light let it do in your circle what it can until god takes you out so i've always used my light to just shine and showcase what he has in you know? And you have such a unique vision too. I remember you, you said once that you actually dream. Yes, I do. Sometimes. I do. And then I, I sometimes I laugh because I have books, books all over the place. And, and years later, I'll be cleaning out my purse or cleaning out something that I haven't used in a while. And when I look, I'll see a, a, a photo shoot vision that I've drawn and actually did the pieces. It's. I had to get rid of some of my pieces though because when I was, um, you know, relocating, I had to get rid of some stuff. I, I donate them to like the thrift store for people to use them for like, um, you know, for dress up or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, some of the pieces I've kept, but most of them I get rid of because I never repeat a style. Like I don't want to keep them and be lazy when there's a show coming up and reuse the stuff. I always, if I'm going to take part, I commit and I do my best for that show. 
Now you are um, you also uh, have a presence on social media. You have your hot secret show. So can you tell us um, where folks can look you up on um, this Instagram, YouTube, um, on Instagram, um, hot secret salon show. Sorry, on Instagram, hot secret, and you can also look up. Secret Hair Design. Those are the two active ones right now. I'm on Facebook. I'm not as active. I usually link everything to it. Um, and on YouTube, I have Hot Secret Salon Show. But I am revamping that because when I used to do Hot Secret Salon Show, I think it was more fun for me and I was joking around. But since then, I've grown and God really wants me to use my platform for good. He wants me to spotlight stylists in the industry doing well and people who are contributing to the beauty industry. So now I have to revamp my Hot Secret um, presence on YouTube. I am going to be relaunching and I'm going to be featuring anybody out there doing things, adding to the industry. Not just showing your work to be paid by YouTube, but you actually have something that, you know, it's it's a blessing and you want to like spotlight it. I will be interviewing and showcasing those people with their creativity, whether it's just an invention, a product, you know, um, a technique that you want people to see, but you want to do it just in a, in a good light. All right, so um, we have just a few minutes left, and um, I was wondering if you have any hairstyle, um, hairstyle, how should I call them, icons, or, yeah. Oh, um, people I look up to? Yeah, people you look up to. Oh, my gosh, there's so much. Um, Right now, honestly, my biggest, when I was growing up, I really, really liked Cool C. He was like a a short hairstylist, and I used to just buy up all his videos, um, Right now, though, there's so many people, like, you know, it just depends on what type of person you are. I just get inspired by everybody. Like, everybody has their strength. Um, I don't, I've always been a versatile stylist, so I don't, I don't want to be put in a box that I'm only a braid or a weaver. I'm a dreamer. I just, I just do anything. I, I, I challenge myself where I never say no to anything. When somebody sits in my chair, as long as we're on the same page, they break down what they want. I will try my best. And anybody that knows me will tell you that. I will try my best to mimic that style and give it to you. Unless you're just, you're not, you don't really understand what you want. But most times I'm just, I'm just, I just want to give the client what they want. You know, so many people will say they go places and they never get what they want. I never want that to be me. I want to try my best to give you what you want and you're happy and I'm happy. You know, just seeing the client being happy with their look makes me happy. It's always been my thing. Glamorizing the everyday woman. Yeah. That's what I like doing. <laughs> well, um, people. What's hot right now in terms of hair looks and hair Oh styles? my gosh, you know, it's so funny. Color has come a long way. I know maybe to the, our listeners looking, they're like, colored hair? No, you know, but, you know, I feel like hair is a way of expressing who you are. And I mean, God, God didn't make us all the same. He makes us to express who we are. He, he, he has, you know, a wide selection of, you know, how he uses people, showcases his talent as long as you're giving him the glory but Mm -hmm. I feel like right now um, colors come back a lot before people would think you're ghetto if you have color but I feel like it's a way of expressing how you are and what you're feeling Um, color is big Um, a lot of people are on the lace trend Um, lace you know wigs and stuff wigs have made a big comeback before it made you look old and aged and people didn't think they look beautiful but now it's looking so much realer and less bulky and people are just you know enjoying that 
aspect of it. But for me, as I said, I think some styles just will always be a part of me. Like I love finger wave. I love things that are timeless that, you know, will always be around, but they come back and they still look good rules, you know? Yeah. So, and cuts and short hair, everything just is, it really depends on the person. Everybody's just, you have, you have people that are on different side of the block. Like you have people who are just long extensions. They'll never change. You have short hair people. You have people who are just natural. So it really just depends on, what you're looking at and what you're into, that's going to be what stands out for you. What do you think of this, the natural hair trend that's really taken off in the last 15 it's years good. or so? It's good. I like seeing women, and I, I, I mean, I, 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 I believe hair is hair, but I love black hair. Like, that's why I specialize in black hair. I think our hair is just so unique. We can do anything with it. That's what I've learned in my life of doing hair. We can do anything, and I like that. Whether it's natural, whether it's straight, whether it's relaxed, whether it's, you know, short, we just know how to rock all those genre of hair. Anyway, you know, whichever one you draw to, we can rock it. And I just like that our hair can do anything. And I want people to embrace just black hair, any hair. Hair is hair, but make it your own and own it and just rock it the best way you can. Yeah. So who's your favorite person in the whole world? Oh, my God. My grandmother. My grandmother, not a celebrity. I love God. God, my grandmother. And, you know, I love my son. I had a son, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't touch on that, but I kind of had to slow it down. And that's what brought new focus in my life. When I had got married, had my son, I really had to, you know, put him first. And I'm glad I did so much before. People used to see me one time and say, Stacey, why are you doing so much? You're going, going, going. I said, listen, God called us young. Why are we waiting until we're old to do things? Do it when you're young. Do it when you have energy. Do it when you're inspired. Sometimes you get older, you get burdened down with responsibility you're not inspired i want i did a lot of things so even if i don't do one more thing which i know god's still using me every day he's tugging me and doing something else but i i just love that i use that time to maximize you know who i am my gift my talent and just sharing it with the world but i love my grandmother god has kept her with in my life for 94 years and wow. she's been the biggest rock in my life and i love her i love her love her love her so you know thought you would have said oprah I love Oprah, <laughs> and actually, my Oprah dream is, um, you know, people laugh sometimes, but Oprah was like one of those people that I put to that standard where, you know, you don't have too many people in your circle that are aiming high, so you have to look for somebody that's higher outside of my spiritual God, but Oprah is a big inspiration to me. I'm actually going to be posting a lot of things, and I need anybody that's following me after this segment to come on my page. When I post my Oprah um, bucket list, I'm going to call it bucket list. At the time when I was um, pursuing Oprah, I was doing my Oprah dream. I had a dream to have a, uh, a reality show on her network, and I came close. I had big dreams. That's a whole story by itself. I remember going to church, asking my church to pray for me. People might have laughed and said, you bring that to pastor to pray for you for Oprah. Yes, I did. That's just my fate right there. And I remember pastor praying for me and i remember sending a video to oprah and it was declined but after we prayed at church the next day they put up my video and i had people voting for me but i mean i didn't get enough support to get my video voted number one but i still believe in the dream i want to show my my flashback of my um my show idea and see if Oprah, now that you can reach Oprah in a different way, I'm hoping that this time around, you know, you guys will support me, vote for my video, let Oprah see that it's something that's needed. We need something with hair on TV and positive hair. Yeah. And, and see if this time around, God will just open the doors and give me my dream. So that's one of my other things. My inspiration, Oprah has been a big inspiration to me. She's actually let me dream high and know that just being a black woman also, I feel like, you know, we need more women out there that are supporting women and helping women get to the next level. So. 
So just remind our listeners again, how can they find you? Where and you how can, can you find you? me um, on Instagram, Secret Hair Design, and um, Instagram again, Hot Secret. And you can email me at make underscore me over at live.com. And my name is Stacey Johnson at Secret. It's been a pleasure. And I just want to say thank you to Nicole. Like, he's so, oh my God, so humble. Like, I, I know her so long and she's been a part of my journey. A lot of the things that you heard me talk about, trust me, me and her met mm-hmm. at a function and we've been friends since. She's been a biggest support in a lot of the things that I've done. And it's inspired her too because she's done a lot of things on her own too. So, Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for just being a part of my life. You really don't know, but I thank you thank so you. much. Thanks. Well, and, and thank you for letting me be a part of the dream. It's, it's <laughs> just an awe to kind of watch your star rise all these years. You. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm so pleased to be able to tell your story on Inspiration for Your Day. So, folks, again, um, she told you where you, should, you can find her on Instagram, and also you can uh, email her, make underscore me over at live.com. live.com all right it's been a pleasure this is inspiration for your day on life 11 radio.net and tdn as well as royal central praise radio out there in st kitts let's all give jaja um thanks for his mercies you know um in the bible in uh in, in John three eighteen, um, which says, whoever believes in him, meaning Jesus, is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. What that means is if you don't know Jesus and you, you haven't accepted him as your savior, uh, or rather as the savior of your soul um the bible says you are you are condemned to an eternity in hell you know you might think that you know i'm a good person um i try to do the right thing um you know you may be a giving person you may be a loving person you may be the most loving person in the world the friendliest person in the world you've never um as they say hurt a fly or you would never hurt a fly at least not willingly um you know, you would give, uh, you would give the, you would give your last dollar to a stranger. You would give them your coat. All of those things are good. All of those things are wonderful. But the word says there is nothing you and I can do to cover our sinful, sinful nature. Only, only one thing can cleanse us and and save us, and that is the sacrifice of of Jesus Christ on the on the cross can save you and I. All of us, you know, all humans, we have all fall, sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's what the word of God says. That's what the Bible says. Your 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 decision to accept that sacrifice or not, it's on you. Whatever you decide to do, accepting the sacrifice um, that Christ endured, the pain he endured, the 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 torture he endured. I want to encourage you to give your heart to Jesus today. You know, and, and, and this moment, just say a simple prayer as this. You can say, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gracefully receive your gift of salvation. 
I am ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your, word is, your words are true. Come into my heart and be my Savior. Amen. And it's, it's really quite that simple. But once you say that prayer, just remember that before you, you, you say that prayer, just make sure that you are ready. I want to say thank you for praying with me. I'd, I'd like to encourage you to get a Bible of your own if you don't have one. Um, uh, I, I recommend the King James Version. That's the original King James Version. The new King James Version is might be a little bit easier um, because the old King James Version has um, quite a bit of old English words, and you know, and 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 then of course you know, find yourself not only find a church, but find a church that um, teaches Christ, teaches Jesus, teaches the Word of God, and do not concern yourself with religion, as I said earlier. You know, concern yourself with spending eternity in in heaven so you know and and then finally the being baptized now don't get me wrong being baptized is not it doesn't save you doesn't save anyone it's it's really more of a public expression that you are now a disciple of christ you are now a follower of christ i do hope that you know i've encouraged you by our time together how quickly the time has flown by, you know, it's, I uh, can't believe it's already been an hour. Um, we spent an entire hour together here today. And so hope you, you feel you've been blessed and inspired as you head into the weekend. Um, remember that Jesus is Lord and uh, nothing is impossible for God. He's at work behind the scenes of your life. Uh, you know, working all things together for your good. If you'd like to reach out to us with your prayer requests or comments, please send an email to life101radio at gmail.com and uh, Nicole Judges Bennett will be sure to get back with you. In the meantime, I'm Sam George and stay tuned for more great programming on your station. Have a great rest of the week and, of course, be blessed. Mm-hmm.